Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Welcome to Real Answers. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and today we're going to be talking about five happiness practices to brighten every day. So happiness can actually be quite a fickle thing. So sometimes uh, we can um, be benefit from a new routine or a new perspective. Sometimes we can be bogged down by the the old routine. Sometimes that change, change can present a challenge, like we've got something, a, a breakup or something new in our life, and it can actually make um, happiness challenging to feel happiness. And sometimes that change is exactly what we need in order to break up the monotony of the way that things have been going. So uh, we, it isn't like there's one recipe, that there's one structure that will hold happiness for all time. It's more about the fluidity, our ability to embrace life, our ability to flex with the changes that are around us all the time, our ability to meet life and the way that it's showing up. And um, in order to really be able to start to embrace the uh, the happiness that we so want, right? So it's learning how to make our 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 joy and our energy more resilient to the changes of life. That is actually incredibly helpful in creating more happiness and more well being in our life. And uh, it's like incredibly important to remember that happiness is actually a skill. It's something that we work on and we develop. It's a, it's like a form of consciousness training. And so, and it's not about, I'm not talking about it superficially in the term, uh, terms of, you know, uh, you know, rah, rah, you know, here we are, we're all so happy and it's a nonstop party. Um, but really in a more wholesome sense, a deeper sense of, of happiness and, and more in terms of like fulfillment in like really truly feeling good in our life. And um, so as we as we em- embrace this or as we move in this direction, we can start to say, okay, well, what are the things that I can do in to uh, start to develop more happiness for myself, right? So one of the most important things is to start positive. And, uh, so I would also say, and to remember to stay positive, but to start positive is to, uh, like use the first few moments of your day to set the tone for the rest of it. So it's so easy, uh, especially now for people to like roll out of bed and get on their phone and start working or to, you know, even just check their text messages or, uh, to start up from the, something that happened yesterday, start complaining first thing in the morning about what it is that's going on. And when, when you do this, when you don't give yourself that, those moments of, of, of a break, of being able to say, wow, it's a new day. 
I just woke up and it's just like, what do I want for my day? How do I want this day to feel? Um, or what can I do to start to contribute to the tone uh, that I want in my day? So when we don't do that, we get a lot. We, we start with disruption and then that continues throughout the day. When we do that, it we create this, um, this uh, moment, this like pausing moment of, uh, of, of happiness, of feeling really good. And that opens us up to uh, so much more of the positive that happens in the day. So whether it's a quiet moment or an affirmation or a journal entry or any other kind of activity that it really helps you tune into how you feel and set your intentions for the day, um, it, it, it doesn't matter so much like what the activity is. It matters that it feels good to you and it connects you with a positive way of being. So what is it that you can do that connects you to a positive way of being? And the more that you, um, the more that you do this, of course, the better stage that it sets. And then, as I was saying in the beginning, you want to just add to this as you go about. So it's not it's just like you set the tone in the beginning, then you're done with your day. Because so many points during the course of the day, you have to remember to come back to that point, whether it's come back to that place of stillness, come back to that place of being positive, whether it's about reframing a situation so you don't get caught up in the negativity. Whatever it is that you need to do, it's helping you be able to uh, stay in that more positive zone throughout the day. So you're setting the tone and then you're remembering to return back to that. You're remembering to do things to fuel that throughout the day. That being said, even if you just start by setting the tone, that will go a really long way. So, you know, it's like, um, it's, it's important when we're making changes or when we're trying to create more positive things in our life that we don't pile on too much. And when we, if we pile on too much, then it can be easy to feel like, oh, I can't even do this. Like just trying to be happy is too complicated. Um, so you start with something small, start with something easy and you add to it as it feels easy. And that grows over time. It's a very, you know, healthy and uh, an effective way to move towards what you want. So um, starting positive is one of the keys to being able to create more happiness in your life. So happiness is in one of the focuses of my uh, LifeWork Community Program. So my LifeWork Community Program is a is a 10 month program where we we work on the personal development skills the everyday living skills that you need in order to be happier healthier more connected more alive and so it isn't just about bringing you into an experience so that you have this radical experience and then you walk out the other side and say wow that was amazing and now I'm going back to my life eventually your life wears you down it's really more about how do you uh take those really awesome experiences and then be able to bring them into your life in a way that is truly um powerful and effective and helps you create more 
of what it is that you're wanting in, in your life. Um, so very, very practical daily activities that transform your life. Um, and, and in a rich and it's, it's in a, a rich way, you know, it's like there's there, it's not dumbed down. It's in a rich way. So, um, if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can go to katesigner.com. It's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com and, uh, look at my life work community program. And, uh, and, um, I'd love for you to check it out and we'd love to talk to you about it. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break here, and then I'll be back in just a couple minutes to talk about more ways that uh, we can bring happiness uh, into our life every day. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And today we're looking at five happiness practices to brighten your everyday. So uh, the first one was about starting positive. And number two is about uh, looking for the good stuff. Okay, So uh, it's really important to train ourselves to look at what makes us happy. Look at positive examples uh, of what's going on in the course of our day and what it is that we're doing well or what's going well or anything that contributes to our life in a positive way. And unfortunately, what we've often learned to do is to look at the problems, to focus on where the limitation is, where the lack is, how things are not working for us. And, And by default, even if the majority of our day has gone quite well, we've actually spent the majority of our time remarking on and being connected to what isn't going well. And that has a really radical effect on how we feel on that on a daily basis. So when, when we learn to switch that around, and start to 
pay attention to where the joy is, where the pleasure is, where things are working. Start to comment on that. You ever notice that? Like one thing goes wrong and you're more likely to share it with people. You start telling everyone, oh yeah, the traffic was horrible and blah, 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 blah. And then this happened and then that person cut me off. And like you tell that story, you tell the story like five times to, to people about how things were really not ideal for you. And, um, and like, just change that. Like if you stopped and looked at it and said, okay, well, so that happened. What were the other things that happened in the course of my day? And what were, what were some of the positive things? Like, even if you have to stretch for it, what was something positive that happened? You know, it's just like my lunch was delicious or, you know, um, so-and-so stopped into my office and said, you know, um, something kind to me or whatever, you know, I recognized that my efforts in, in this area had paid off. Like if we start to do that, then, um, we will, we're like, we're cultivating a whole new skill. And even though our lives haven't changed, even though there still might be traffic, even though there still might be all these problems that we're facing, what we're, what we're remembering and how we're dealing with what it is that's going on, it shifts. So we have like a, a, a different, we have like this different, uh, relationship to what's happening for ourselves every day. And uh, that kind of switch makes a profound difference. It's such a huge difference. And so then you can start to, to look at yourself, like look at your behavior and you'll notice over time after you practice this, that you have times, period of times where it's easier to look and focus towards the positive. And then you have times where it starts to be uh, less, you know, you're, you go into the negative, like you're focused more on the negative. And, you know, so you, when you start to see that you can course correct. So you, you'll hear yourself, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm starting to get really negative. And maybe just, you make it deliberate, like, um, like mechanical almost where you, you say, okay, well, I, uh, that's, um, you know, I'm starting to focus on the negative, but I'm going to look over here. What's one thing that happened that was good. And you start to focus over on the good. Again, this isn't so that you ignore the negative. It isn't like I'm going to pretend that bad things aren't happening. I'm not going to feel my emotions about painful life events that are happening so that I can just sort of focus on the positive. Like that's, that's a distortion of, of looking for the positive. So when times are hard, you can allow them to be hard. You can give yourself the space to have the emotions connected with the difficulty. But it's also important that you, um, you learn to look towards where things are working. You learn to cultivate a language and a way of being and a way of being with others that really emphasizes the positive in a whole new way. So that's looking for uh, the positive. Happiness practice number three is getting clear on what makes you happy. So yep, it might be obvious in order to make yourself happy, you need to know what actually makes you happy. Uh, however, 
uh, it's actually something that gets overlooked quite often. Um, and we're, uh, we're not necessarily taught to, um, to pay attention to or to, um, to, to figure out what makes us happy. A lot of times we're taught to get things done or be with the, uh, in the rule, like, like a play by the rules or, you know, do what we're supposed to do instead of taking a look at what it is that truly makes us happy. And we find that by paying attention to how we feel in a mo- in the moment. So we find that by going about everyday life, that maybe all the things that we're supposed to do or that we put in place or whatever. And as we do them, feel how we're feeling. Notice our energy level. So notice how our energy level might shift. And uh, it might be like all of a sudden we're not feeling so great or we're feeling kind of tired or we're feeling heavy. Um, or it might be that all of a sudden we feel uncomfortable or sad or, you know, these kind of things like that starts to inform us. And when we're doing things that really make us happy, we feel good. We feel um, healthy and we feel happy. And so sometimes, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of like up-leveling. Right. So you might not be you might be in your life and find things that are less negative than other things. Like you might be in a situation where it's not so much like you can reach right towards happiness. You have to go for less, you know, negative. And um, and so you go in the direction of less negative. Once you get acclimated to that less negative, if you keep doing the process, you keep moving in the direction of what makes you happy. So eventually you trade in those things that used to be, you know, on the good side of the spectrum and they become the bottom end of the spectrum and you've moved to things that make you even happier and you can pursue that as a process and as a path and, and start to generate, start to create more happiness for yourself. So, um, even if you're feeling, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Like if somebody says, what makes you happy? I was like, I don't even know what makes me happy. And, uh, this is not an uncommon situation. Then you go for, make a continuum out of your experience from best to worst. And you keep moving in the direction of the best side of the continuum. And you put more and more and more of that in your life. And as you do, it'll completely transform your life your life will start to look more like what you want it to, even though you didn't know, you never answered the question, this is what makes me happy. But you might, after doing that process for a while, become very clear on what makes you happy, very clear on what is most ideal for you. So um, uh, the important component in all of this is that as you like that you when you find the continuum and you find things that make you less happy and make you more happy that you continually choose the things that make you more happy and allow yourself to eliminate the things that make you less happy a little bit of a question comes up around this sometimes there are things that are challenging for us in our life But wisdom allows us to know that if we stick with it, it might ultimately make us a lot happier. So that's a, a, um, that's something that usually takes a little bit of time and discernment to figure out. 
So that could be something like, mm, I'm not entirely happy in, in going to school right now. Um, but I know that ultimately it's going to provide me with things that will be really good and will help me with my own happiness. And so it's like the, the trade-off, it's like you're looking at it and you can see the long-term gain of the direction that you're going in. Um, and sometimes it's a little bit more of a gamble. It's a little harder to see whether we're doing something that we're sacrificing ourselves or, or we're just being disciplined. Um, but uh, in, in general, it's like if you can see that there's a, a long-term gain and even though there's some short-term difficulty, then that is also in service of your happiness. We want components of both of those in our life. We want short-term happiness things, things in the moment that we can embrace in order to be happier. And then we also want to put some long-term happiness things in place um, because those are the things that will sustain us overall. All right, so I'm going to be back with uh, two more happiness techniques that you can put into every day right after this commercial break. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about five happiness practices that you can use to brighten every day. Uh, so far, we have talked about starting positive. We've talked about looking for the things that make us happy, getting clear on what makes us happy, and happiness practice number four is about saying thank you. Okay, so this is gratitude. Gratitude is a uh, powerful, important, essential component of being able to um, feel happier on a regular basis. And so by being willing to express gratitude for yourself, for life, for others, um, it automatically moves you into a more positive way of being. So along with when you're looking for the things that are good and are going right, this speaks to saying something about it, confirming it 
So you're kind of passing it on. So it's one thing if you notice that someone was particularly kind to you, that's a wonderful thing. You're like, wow, you know, John was so kind to me. And, and that was such a, a really, you know, that was really moving. And I'm, I'm, very, I'm very grateful for that. And you kind of say all that to yourself. Wonderful. And then the next part is that you actually go to John and you say, John, thank you so much. What you did really touched me or it really made me feel, um, you know, loved or cared about or whatever it is that you were feeling. So by saying happiness, by, by expressing, by, by stating how you feel, uh, it sort of activates a more positive part of your, uh, of yourself. So you start to feel better, feel happier. It's like this moment of sharing something really um, uh, positive with another person. It's also your way of passing happiness on, you know. So when, when you share something about your day, when you share that story about something that went really well in your day versus the story of something that went really crappy in your day, then it's like you're, you're multiplying the happiness factor because now you've sort of given that happiness to another person. You've given through your experience, you've shared with them what will uh, help them or will, will um, connect them to more happiness, right? And they're more likely to return in kind. And when you acknowledge a person's behavior, when you say thank you or you say, I'm really grateful for you or something like that, the same thing happens. You've kind of multiplied it. You've paid into the system. You've paid into the, the happiness system. You know, you've paid into this, um, like the, the relationship and you're, you're very likely to then get a, like an upwelling of, you know, good feelings coming from the other person. That isn't always the case. Uh, sometimes people have a very difficult time with positive emotions um, because they have unresolved things inside of themselves. Um, when this is the case, sometimes people can be very challenged um, by hearing, you know, thank yous or gratitudes or whatever. Um, so I'm not saying that every time you share in this way, it's going to be well received by others. Um, but in general, uh, it is. And in general, it's something that um, will not only just be uh, received, but will also sort of come back to you in some very positive ways. So um, learning how to say thank you, even if you start first by expressing your gratitude, you know, in writing um, to yourself, just to kind of get more comfortable with it, uh, you uh, can then kind of graduate to being able to share that on a regular and frequent basis. And you'll start to notice that in those places where people are expressing more gratitude and appreciation of each other, they feel better. It's easier to be happier. It's easier to feel lighter. It's easier to feel stronger. So they're, they're, um, it's, it's a, a very powerful way to start bringing more happiness into your life and also to make a difference and bring more happiness into others' lives as well. So that is saying thank you. And our fifth and final happiness practice is about slowing down. Okay, so... Slowing down and savoring the good parts of your life. 
So I, I went through, I mean, I, in, in my life, I, you know, as a single mom and I put myself through school and I was starting my business and I was working really, really hard. And when you're working really, really hard, you can start working really, really fast. And, um, I was working really fast and fast to the point where I used to get so distracted that I would like walk, walk into walls. And uh, because I was paying attention to so many different things, I was so overstimulated. And um, and th- there's a way that when you're like this, and from my firsthand experience, there's a way that when you're like this, you it's almost like you repel, like really taking in the good stuff in life. It's almost like it creates, it's like it creates like a, a slickness where happiness sort of runs off of it. Because there's just not enough space to really be able to embrace uh, what what life has to offer. And so when you find yourself at this kind of madcap uh, pace in your life, trying to get things done and rushing here and rushing there and doing this and cramming another thing in, and when you're in that place in your life, then uh, you will lose out. And some of the ways that happiness can really exist for you. Uh, You miss out on, you know, the deliciousness of food, the sweetness that's in the air, the feel of the sunshine, the look of the person, you know, that you're with. You start to filter all of that. All of that goes behind your screen of busyness. And busyness, if you feel into it, right? So a lot of this is about feeling more. So if you feel into busyness, you'll actually notice it doesn't feel very good. It feels tense, anxious, you know, it might feel aggressive. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't have a good feeling to it. Um, and if you, you can actually, this is, you can actually get more done by approaching it with a different feeling. You're actually more productive. Like we're more productive when we're relaxed. We're more productive when we're happy than when we're stressed and we're, you know, uh, overly uh, concentrated in a particular direction. So by, by being able to slow down and to listen, so listen to a friend when they're talking, really taste the food that we're eating, noticing what's around us, it's like all of a sudden, it's like we go from sort of a, a plant that's in a drought, right, and can't absorb any of the nutrients anymore, any of the water when it comes, because because the, the earth is so hard, right, around it. It's like instead, we come to this place where we're like ready to receive, and we can kind of suck up the goodness that is surrounding us. And sucking up that goodness that's around us allows us to really open and expand into our own feelings of like pleasure and happiness. So it is um, a wonderful, wonderful practice. And if you can't do it sort of across the board, you have a, um, a problem with it, like I had a problem with it, you can choose to do it at periods of time. So like schedule sometimes where you slow down stop, you know, make dinner time a stop, make lunchtime a stop, or figure out a time, you know, in the course of your day, every hour, or, you know, twice a day, or whatever it is, figure out some times to stop and slow down a little bit. 
and you'll start to develop a new way of being and a new way of approaching getting things done, which will allow you ultimately to bring in more happiness. So I want to thank you so much for joining me today for the five happiness practices that can brighten every day. And if you'd like to check out my work more, you can go to katesiner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com. And um, I look forward to being with you next time on Real Answers. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.